Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. So bringing in now my co-host from Sports Talk Mississippi, along with our part-time analyst, Richard Cross. This is Michael Borky joining me here. And and Michael Borky, whatever you want to go by today. Uh, I don't think I'm, I'm stretching the truth to say we, we both thought Ole Miss was going to be pretty good this year. We thought, you know, Lane Kiffin's mm-hmm. not going to ever bottom out there. They'll be a solid team. I think that another 10-win season was not on our planning board for, for this. What's been the biggest key for Ole Miss's success this year? Uh, winning close games. Uh, they are, they're really good in the fourth quarter, which is a dramatic difference, uh, difference than a year ago. They were a bad second-half team last year, frankly. I mean, best opening drive team in America, and in the second half, uh, they were truly awful. On the flip side, uh, they are dominant. In in the second half, Georgia uh, aside, of course, but that that's that's where they're better. They're they're better at quarterback, even though it's the same guy. They're certainly better there. Um, they're better defensively, although certainly not great. They're they're better, uh, but they're a really good second half, fourth quarter football team. I, I think it, a lot of it has to do with Jackson Dart's uh, improvement as a quarterback and a leader. And defensively, they're better in the second half, I think in part because they play a ton of guys on that side of the ball. There's no elite player really on the entire defense aside from possibly Centarian Perkins, but you've got like solid rotational guys like Pegues on the defensive line and Ivy and and all them, but they, they rotate a ton on defense. A lot of guys get a lot of snaps, and so when you see them have success like against LSU in the fourth quarter when they're getting gashed all game, I think that's in part because they're a lot fresher uh, than they were a year ago when they had you know, five offensive linemen that they played, like six defensive linemen that they played, and by the fourth quarter they were just kind of worn the hell out. That is not uh, the, the case this year, and as a result, they are better in the second half and winning these close games. It felt like last week, you know, against ULM, it was a combination Georgia hangover. You know, they got pounded pretty good there at Georgia, and maybe there were some lingering effects of that. And then the fact that you're playing ULM, you can go ahead and really start looking ahead to Mississippi State. And they just got caught in a caught in the middle, and they still won 35 to three. Uh, you know, I, I'm on the record here. I, I don't think Mississippi State has much of a chance in this game. Can you sell me otherwise that state, what, what state's path to victory over Ole Miss in this one? Uh, creating havoc. Uh, we, uh, we're going to spend the week talking about this game, of course, and, and the big key, uh, at least for Mississippi State, I think, is creating havoc. Ole Miss's offensive line is is banged up. If Williams can't go at tackle, then you've got um, a, a lot of moving parts on that Ole Miss offensive line, guys that are going to be playing out of position, frankly, on, uh, on Thanksgiving night, as opposed to uh, a, a more structured offensive line with Williams being hurt, and then Pettis being out uh, for the year got hurt in practice. Uh, that that Ole Miss offensive line really struggled ag- against Louisiana Monroe, and th- they had to move a lot of guys around and, and stuff like that. If Mississippi State's going to win the game, uh, I, I would I would encourage uh, Brock and, and the guys on defense to blitz like crazy, test the offensive line, test the backs in the backfield and let uh, Watson just kind of feast. That's going to keep Mississippi State in the game is if they can create havoc on the defensive front because I, if you give Jackson Dart time, I don't think that State secondary can can cover and really contain Ole Miss's receivers, but State can create havoc and you know get to the quarterback and stuff like that. If they're able to do that, then all bets are off. And you think about this game a, a season ago when Mississippi State 
really dominated the Ole Miss run game in a way that nobody else had. I think it was the final tally was was 17 tackles for loss in that one. And, and you think about you know the season that Buki Watson and Jet Johnson have been having for the Bulldogs, leading the SEC in tackles again. Watson leads the SEC in sacks. Are, are, are they just the keys for Mississippi State in this game? Do they have to no be doubt. in control of, of Judkins and Bentley as much as they can? No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. Uh, because – Look, it's it's a weird thing about the Ole Miss offensive line. Now, Pettis won't be there, so so that is absolutely a factor. But, like, they only gave up one tackle for loss against the Texas A&M defensive line, the, mm-hmm. one of the most talented in, in all of college football. But then Louisiana Monroe has success, and Vanderbilt has success, and Tulane has success. It's a weird deal. I mean, they protected and ran the football really well against LSU. Now, I know that's a bad LSU defense, but you get my point. It's like some games – they look good and capable and competent, and others they don't, but that'll be the key. I mean, I really think that Mississippi State would be well-served uh, to just try to sell out to stop the run and sell out to get to Dart. Uh, any other defensive strategy would be a mistake because, look, Dart's not 100%. He He's not. I mean, I know, you know, myself included kind of picked on Chris Lowe this week for Jackson Dart didn't practice. They'll know about his health later. He's going to play. Of course he's going to play in the game. He's not 100%, though. And so you you can really uh, create some issues with Ole Miss because it's not just a shoulder either. He got his ankle retaped against Louisiana Monroe at some point, was hobbled there as well. Hasn't uh, the, the last couple of weeks really been as effective with his legs? And, and I think there's possibly some injury uh, reason for that. So test him because if when he's 100%, he can beat you with his legs. I don't think he is. And so see if his ankle's 100%. See if he's willing to, to be the runner that he is despite being uh, banged up on his non-throwing shoulder. Test him a a little bit and and see what he's got. The other side of it, obviously, is the offensive side. And and for Mississippi State, it's just been an an issue all season long. They're inconsistent. They can't really run the ball. They can't really throw the ball. You know, a season ago, Ole Miss defense was their weak link. They they, they had trouble stopping teams. They're much improved. Pete Golding has been as advertised in, in year one. They found they, – and you mentioned creating havoc. I think that's what Ole Miss's defense does as well as anybody in the country. They get after the quarterback. They force turnovers. They, they, they make you – they force you into, into bad decisions. Against this Ole Miss defense, you know, how can Mississippi State have the most success? Oh, that, that's uh, – I think the, the Ole Miss secondary, while they're okay there and they, they've created turnovers and stuff, they are vulnerable uh, there. I mean, if you give Rodgers time – uh, they have shown the propensity, especially tackling in space the last few weeks. They haven't been uh, particularly great at. Uh, so, so that's their window is if you can get Tulu the ball in space, uh, how and how they're able to do that because they do create havoc. And uh, I mean, George is not the best example, but uh, they are. Their numbers tell you that they're very good at tackles for loss, turnovers, quarterback hurry, stuff like that. A lot of that is scheme. Uh, they are schemed really, really well. I, I can't believe people disagree with what you just said there about Pete Golding. He has dramatically improved how uh, how people disagree with that statement. They, they do. It's unbelievable, and I fight that but war on Twitter, smart. and and I I lose. It's crazy. They are much improved defensively. They they are able to get after the quarterback. But if Rodgers has time, uh, that he will be able to find receivers in space. And, and it's going to be up to Ole Miss to uh, to tackle in space. So if they can keep the defensive line off of him, then there is an opportunity for success against that defense. 
are, are they more vulnerable? I, mean, I, I heard what you said about missing tackles there. Are they more vulnerable with the deep ball, or are they more vulnerable in the short passing game with guys like Tulu and Xavion who can make guys miss and, and, and break tackles and turn short plays into long plays? So it's it, honestly, it's been both at different times. That uh, they generally have been really good at, at keeping things in front of them uh, defensively. They they have been good at uh, like the when teams try to do the underneath game, uh, they've been able to come up and and make tackles. But then you watch the Georgia game, and you know was that more about Georgia or or was that about Ole Miss? I mean. I know Mississippi State has talented receivers, more talented than they've been able to show this season because of injury and and uh, and and whatnot. But they've been pretty good at doing that. I think where they've been susceptible is losing one-on-one matchups vertically down the field. Is where, uh, like you know, Prince has been good uh, for Ole Miss in the past, but it, you know he's he's been beat, and and especially in Athens, he showed you that while a solid college football player he's vulnerable if you can get one-on-one matchups on the outside so the underneath stuff they've been pretty good at uh but it's it varies man it's weird sometimes they look really really good and confident and comfortable at coming up and making plays and other times it's it's like they've never tackled before it's mississippi state can have success vertically on this defense i'm not so sure that the the check down underneath stuff will be there for them uh, as much as vertical, though. Only a couple minutes left. You know how we do it on the podcast, offensive, defensive player of the game, and our X Factor, the guy who, maybe not the most stats, but he makes a big play in this game. Who's that for Ole Miss? Uh, The X Factor will be Dayton Wade. And I know he's got the circus catches this year, but Trey Harris just gets so much focus. Mississippi State would be making a big mistake to, to have Trey Harris on an island with one defensive back. So I assume he's going to draw... Uh, some attention and you know Watkins is is much healthier than he has been so he's he's closer to 100% but Dayton Wade is a guy that when you match him up against a third defensive back or or a safety he can really have some success so when you think Ole Miss offense you think Trey Harris get the ball to Trey Harris Quinshawn Judkins Dayton Wade is a guy that in space can be absolutely electric and then Cedric Johnson is somebody that we talked a lot about going into the season, has not had the year uh, that that people uh, were hoping that he would have, but um, uh, he's been better lately, and uh, the, here's an opportunity with an immobile quarterback for him to, uh, to make some plays. He gets there. He doesn't bring guys down. The mobile quarterbacks especially give him issues. And uh, and Cedric Johnson, uh, he he should be that guy for Ole Miss. I expect him to. He, he has been able to feast on – the uh, the immobile quarterbacks and and when Rodgers is in the game, you just uh, described Will Rodgers. That's that's Will Rodgers. Yeah. All right. We'll have plenty to talk about on Sports Talk. We've had plenty to talk about on Sports Talk Mississippi this week. If you missed any of it, check it out in podcast form. Michael Borky, my good friend. Thanks for joining me. Happy Thanksgiving to you, man. Happy Thanksgiving. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.